sitting here in Mac Fitness with Tony McAlevey. The boss man is over there. Thank you for letting us use the facility. Lally, with the camera set up as always. Wapa, making it feel like we're on casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm not going to go and do the usual thing people do in podcasts. They're just like, oh, tell us a wee bit about yourself. I hate that because you're like, I don't know when I, Joe, like you're like, how do you, how do you actually describe who you are? Because oh, you're like, I still don't know who I, <laughs> like I'm trying to figure it out. So like, uh, depends on the day. And people always turn around and just go, I'm a, and they just name their job. But people are so much more, do you know what I mean? Like you're so much more than a coach or whatever. So it's nice to just go like, right, let's just roll. Mm, and if you want to fucking find out who he is, go and follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Look at all this stuff. Listen to his own podcast. The muscle and the hustle, which is literally no muscle and no hustle. It's just us badmouthing each other and other people practically. <laughs> <laughs> is that a favorite pastime of yours, badmouthing others? Do you know what it is? We just, we, just go, we just go on rambles and then we go down rabbit holes. But it's more so like, you know, we'll talk about, like, we'll be able to talk about Trump one week. The next week we'll be talking about porn. The next week we'll be talking about fitness. And it's just like, we're just having the crack the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. It's just, we're not free. It's like the way you are. You're not afraid. I'm not afraid to say something, and I'm mm. not afraid to say about somebody. If, if somebody's doing my tits, and I'll say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're better off. Call them out. Yeah, you mentioned porn there. I actually seen something on Instagram, right? <laughs> somebody put up a post, and he was like, uh, something I was addicted to porn from when I was 14 to 25, and he was basically saying everybody should give up porn. <laughs> it was probably me, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I don't think it was. <laughs> We don't want to. I, I was looking at it like, but the porn thing's actually really interesting. Like, see, one of our, because I was like, oh, it was one of our first podcasts, and I was like, I'll do research. I'll, oh. I'll research it and see. And it was like, porn is a two point seven billion dollar industry, and I was like, you don't hear much. You don't hear much about that for learn like work at school. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's even just the fact of like how much people do be watching that and all. It was actually when we talked about it, I was like, oh, do you know, Mickey, how much do you watch? And we were dead honest about it, and we were like. Probably most days. And I was like, that is a slight addiction to an mm, extent. 100%. But like, I only think an addiction is a bad thing if it's actually causing issues somewhere. It's taken away from something other else in your life. Yeah, I'm but laughing. If it's, taken away from, <laughs> if it's taken away from how you're performing in the bedroom with, your, uh, with the other half, then is it an issue? Yeah, like, I, I can't believe that we're <laughs> what, two minutes it. in, two minutes in, and we're already talking about porn. So, welcome to the Higher Training Podcast. <laughs> no holes barred. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna skip past porn maybe unless you want unless you have something important. <laughs> Sounds to talk good. About. <laughs> my mom, my mom, my mom watches them, so she's probably like, "What's that noise upstairs?" So so <laughs> cut <laughs> cut from there. <laughs> Is that where the forearms came from? <laughs> There's no forearms. <laughs> That's definitely not where they're coming from. Because I do too much for that. But right, let's cut. What do you, what do you want to die and then we'll go from there. <laughs> so one of the main things I mentioned, uh, I messaged you about. Pod, doing a podcast originally was values yes and i liked the the big piece you did on values in your story that time is that something you've sat down and yeah thought like, about deeply yeah yeah 100 like i went to a course before and it was a it was by d martini it's like a human behavior specialist and like it was a pretty penny to go to and he just said like everything should be based around your values and then it because i was struggling to be like not happy but i was sort of struggling like do you know where you go through that like crisis every so often when you're lying in bed and you're like is my life going the right direction is this right? Is this right? And you're sort of questioning everything and you're, it's like 12 o'clock at night and you're trying to sleep and you're like, why is this happening now? And so I was like, I wonder, will I go, will I go to somebody who's a wee bit more tuned in? We went to him and even just the values thing, it was like, right, write down what really will actually fulfill your life. And like, I'm just sitting that ball there in case it's in the way. And uh, practically like fulfill your life in, in a certain way. And practically whenever I put it down, I was sort of like, what actually really does matter in like 10, 15, 20 years? Not like how many followers you have or you know, money now. I was like, what's actually going to, what, what, whatever, in 20 years, am I going to look back and be like, do I regret that? Because I think that's the scariest thing is like looking back and being like, oh, I fucked it because you don't get another go. Mm -hmm. uh, so like my main values, there's a couple, but the main ones I sort of roll with are always impact, freedom, and family. They're sort of the three that I base everything around. So if, if a decision that I'm going to make can help them, I'll usually do it. So like, say for example, like this is the reason why I really struggled with not going on nights out for a long time period because like all my mates were doing it and sort of that no fear of missing out. And then I was always like, but my values aren't that. My values are impacting people's lives, 
getting more freedom for myself. So like, you know, I can go traveling, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. That's really that sort of like idea. And the last one is how like, can I actually spend more time and actually like help my family and like spend time with people that matter. I count family also as like close friends. Do you know, like people that actually, you would go, I counting them or they really, like if, if something happened, you'd be really devastated. That's sort of what, like, so what, like a circle really is probably a better way. And then after that, I was like, do you know what? Everything else doesn't really matter that much. So like, I think it also settles me a wee bit if that makes sense. Mm. Would you be big into that? Yeah. I would, but I've been, uh, I've been sitting and thinking about my values as of late. And I know there's a few of them that like kind of floating in and out, but I try to stick to, stick to three-ish and impact would have been one, one of yeah. mine as well. I think it's just the same with anybody who works in fucking any industry. You're trying to help people. You want to be able to impact off. Yeah, nice. you want to make but a difference. You would expect most people who would be in that business that would have yeah. Yeah, impact as the values, but not all the time. But integrity would be a big thing for me. I like doing what I say I'm going to do. Yes, you know? a man of your a man of word, your word, like sticking to what you say, uh, even after the feeling's gone. Exactly. And one thing I kind of, somebody, I did, did a few different ways to try and find the values. And one of them was like kind of reverse engineer things that really, really, really piss you off, right? And when people don't, don't, uh, don't keep up with the word, it annoys you. It annoys me to that level, and I'm like, it actually pushes me to want to be hold hold myself to my own word a wee bit better as well. Yeah, I was like, I'm sitting and pondering that one for a while because it wouldn't have been up at the top of the list, and it would have. I think a lot of people would struggle maybe sometimes keeping yeah they do the yeah 100 they'll make excuses themselves do you know what's a really good one if anybody's watching uh, that boy i i went to the course i think it's d martini if you just type in d martini value finder picker it gives you like lists mm. and then there'll be words in there you'll be like no 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 and then you'll be like yes maybe and you can almost start like he'll have like a hundred in the list or 50 and you can all he's like he's done it for a lifetime and he makes people pick them in the room yeah it's not like you're picking your Power Ranger color with a case of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, a, it's that sort of thing where it almost gives you ideas because you're like, do you know what? That actually, because for some people, their friends can matter more than their family yeah. or do you know what I mean? If you're, or your career or your ambition, there can be other things like you're saying, like I would never have thought of integrity, even though that's something that does matter. But a case of, everybody will be slightly different and there'll be ones that you just click with and you can even narrow it down to five or 10 and then over time more and more goes because I usually have like I have five main ones I always say I'm three the other ones are like time mm. and stuff because you, you only get so much time so I really value it because it fascinates the fucker to me like it's one of them things where like it goes so quick and yet you trade your you trade your life for money you trade mm. your time for money do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's literally what life is about for most people 100%. for 40 hours a week. So it's just something where I'm always like, technically people are buying your time. Mm. So like, how can you buy your time back? It's just something that I, I, I dive into quite a lot, but it's one of the things where I think the values thing is just something that uh, it's a reason why I think a lot of people are sort of just plodding along 100%. And, and don't realize that like, maybe you are really happy, but you're questioning yourself. But if you're mm. doing everything that follows your values, you'll go, do you know what? This is right. I'm just, wondering whereas it, then you could look at your values and be like do you know what nothing i'm doing like if you're working 90 hours a week and your highest value is family and you hate your job then what are you what is going on maybe yes you can support them by that mm. but at the same time that makes sense then work that but at the same time if you're actually working 90 hours a week you hate your job you're earning per money why don't you just spend more time with your family and work less do you know, it's 100%. that do you know what i mean it's that yeah. sort of like it makes you just sort of be self-aware is probably the best way to explain it guides decisions like i i find the helpful it's helpful more with bigger decisions a hundred percent like small decisions the mental we make in the day it's very hard for values to guide all of them you can guide a lot of them yeah but big decisions you have more time to ponder and be like right is it fitting in what i'm trying to do is my relationship right is this person somebody i want to be with is this career right for me is should i buy this car mm. joe decisions where it's like a weak commitment yeah I think, yeah, no, I agree. It's something that I just don't think, like, it's it can go in one ear and out the other very quickly. Whereas, yeah. I think when you start out, I, I always write everything down, like, put it on pen and paper, and then it's out. Mm. And it just makes everything so much clearer, because when everything's up here, it's so jumbled. Oh, yeah. It's like a, at a plant, and I'll dive into it, and it's like a case of, like, she was really struggling with, like, relationship issues. And I was like, there's literally going to be two options here. And you're ever going to marry the person you're going to break up. There's no in-between. Mm. That's literally the way a relationship goes. So I was like, if there's not even a small chance you're going to marry the person, you're just causing yourself pain for no real reason. Like, it does, it actually, there is only, but whenever you go into a relationship, you don't be thinking immediately, oh, I'm going to marry this person. But that is the only option. That's the only route that's going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's that sort of thing of, 
like otherwise you're just wasting your you're causing yourself pain but whenever you actually value your time you think about stuff like that way a bit more mm. so i mean it's important thing valuing your time as well though especially in in in, in the game that you're, you're in which is online online coaching yeah here. and especially seeing as freedom is a big thing that you, you want to have as well uh you can freedom to do the shit you want to do and freedom to be able to spend time with your family and all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, was it hard being able to say no to things at the start or maybe say no to more business and, and that? I'm still quite poor with like saying, like I, I limit it, but it's a case of like, I'm good at saying no to doing things I don't want to do. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like I actually, like that was a New Year's resolution I made like two or three years ago. I was like, I'm just going to say no if I don't want to do it. Like, so like I would just be like, it started off with like I was gonna, I said no to drugs like and I was just like every time and the more see the more somebody tells me to do something or the more the more I'm like no you're actually annoying me and you know? it's like do you when somebody's like right come on come on come on you're like mm. I've already said no you're just actually and I just be like you're actually annoying me now and if I cave I feel like a dickhead yeah uh, so yeah I think that whole like the freedom thing and the, the time thing and because the plants and because I'm even getting into property and other things now it's that sort of thing of where I'm like I value it so much if somebody's gonna waste it. Like it shows that even people that waste their own time, I'm like, it shows you. Like I literally went from like two thousand fo- like following down to zero on Instagram. And it wasn't because it was a personal tag on me. It was because I was like, I need to get time back, and I'm literally mm. scrolling for like forty five to an hour a day. And I was like, okay. I could spend that having a conversation, a cup of tea with my mom, and actually value that time, making a memory. Whereas in in twenty years, I'm not gonna look back and go. Do you remember that Instagram story I saw? Not a bit. Do you know what I mean? Don't even remember what you looked at on Instagram the day before yesterday. Like not a clue. No. So I didn't even know this because I unfollowed I unfollowed everybody and now it says I didn't even know this and it seemed right click on all it shows me is a circle and it says you've caught up to date with everything for three days and a tick That's and right. I was like I've never seen this yeah. <laughs> but it's the amount of times I click in and see it and I'm like what am I doing I'm not even on Instagram anymore mm. but it's habit yeah 100% you're saving yourself a lot of a lot of time not I don't like saying time's wasted but it is probably not it is though fucking wisely yeah like yeah. say you see if an hour day mm. eight hours a week like you know sorry seven hours seven. <laughs> <laughs> is there a fucking eight day weekend in my bed, is if, it feels like eight days <laughs> anyway, tell you that. It's, it's like half nine at night so like I usually I'm in the cot or eating at this stage so cut them out of break edit it'd be a bed at 10 o'clock most nights would you no, like I, I tend to try to, but because I'm eating so late now, I would be probably like more, I'm more like I get to bed at 11, up at 7. Mm. I do get 8 hours every night. And then there'll be nights where it's 12 and 8. There'll be nights where it's 1 and 9. Mm. But I always stick to like sort of in around that 8 hours. And it'll be like 10 to 6. That sort of in around that range. Like I'm not religiously in bed at half 9. Like I learn tech every night. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, having to get that many meals in in a day. So you're, you said, is it eight? I'm up to eight now. I was on six for a long time and we were dieting for a bit. And now, because I'm on the push back up, it's like sort of, it is going to start getting a bit taxing time-wise because you're probably eating like, you get up at eight, say you wake up at eight, eight, 10, 12, two, four, six, eight, 10. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's you, that's you eating every two hours. Like that's not handy. Like How's the belly feeling after all that? All right, like I do, I have a stomach of lead. Like, I do, like, <laughs> like I could eat anything and it won't affect me in the slightest. I'd say, whenever you're a man for the drinking, that you could put away some of it, then I used to see now. Nah. I'm the sort of person like I have two yeah. drinks and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm loaded. Do you know, like I'm like, I better act like I'm not. Do you know, like, <laughs> it, it hits me so quick and I'm like, I'm like a hundred kilo dude. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I had one glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, because we, we would go out for dinner with the family, I'd be like, oh, I gotta get a glass of wine. And then I'm like, I can't drive. So no, like the drinking thing, don't get me wrong. If I'm going out, I'll go, but I'm not into like just a weekend celebration every week. Mm. Like there's no point like celebrating a Saturday, waking up hungover on a Sunday and going, Oh, I can't, don't want to cope with Monday. If it's not for me, like it's just, especially if it takes away from other stuff you want to do. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I, I see if I go on like a mad one and maybe in a Saturday night that affects me into a Monday or Tuesday, I'm just like, that's, washed them out i'm not that not that i've wasted monday and tuesday but it's a i'm day. like that though i get angry at myself i'm like oh I wasted sunday yeah. and then you're like but i was probably not gonna do anything anyway <laughs> but i'm annoyed at myself yeah 100 percent. but like that even you mightn't have done anything but it would have been better for you than lying around hung over i'm just there fucking oh fuck, what the fuck was he at last night yeah 100 fucking egypt uh but uh with which what you're trying to do you're obviously trying to put on a good bit of mass yeah, like I, I went from, I've been, like I started lifting, I was like 58 kilos or something. And then I was... 58 kilos when you started first? Yeah, when I was 18. I was 58 or 57. I was only like nine stone something. Like I was, I was because I'm not tall, I was like a whippet. So I was tiny. Like, and I went for that stage of you knowing school where 
I was really skinny one year and the next year I had tits. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, how does this even work? So I went back to really skinny and then I've slowly built up. Like it's taken a lifetime, but mm. the, this coach that I'm on with as well, he's like me, he's a bit of a pusher. Like, so like we went from 77 or 77 kilos to about 102 there. So it was about 25, so it was about four stones. So it's a lot of weight, like, but mm. it's just one of them things where I wanted the muscle. So I, there's no point complaining about it. Like no. I just, just get stuck in, see how it goes. And if I don't want the muscle, then that's fine. Don't do it. But I do want the muscle, so I have to do it. Do you know what I mean? What's the end goal? See, for me, it's one of them things where I think down the line, I might go towards like a show or something, but I'm not this sort of person that's going to be dating every month. Like, do you know these people that date every year for a show? Fuck yeah. that. I, yeah. My life is not going to be a load of plastic trophies sitting in my living room whenever mm. I was 20 and a neck, good neck. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I want. Maybe like a one-off and go done well, having off a move, but it's more for me. Like, I just fucking love it. I yeah. just love, it's like, why you get into training? Because you get addicted. Yeah. I lo like, the pump's so, so addictive, I think. Like, mm. You know what I mean? Like, when you see yourself, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like coming. <laughs> yep. No, cut that. <laughs> There's enough talking about coming and porn already. We're not diving in that anymore. No, oh, yeah, but yeah. It's like a blue movie. Uh, I kind of lost the love for the pump, I think, for a good while. You I'd, do when you're coaching, though, I think. Mm, I think it's been in the gym way too much and maybe me not trying to train in other places. No, not with here because I only do. I'm mostly online and I do two days in here. Yeah. So I I've been loving training in here and when you have a lovely facility like this and I know the machines. There's no machines here for you. Yeah, I'm machine junkie. Like. <laughs> but I I like training here. That's why I started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu just to have something that's not gym based to kind of take me mind. But I bet down. that's great. I love it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It. Takes me mind away from it and strange enough, it gives me a bit of I don't know. I feel calmer after. Yeah, all the aggression's gone. Mm. And you probably are far clearer thinking. And if you say you had an argument with somebody afterwards, you go to that, like, it's, you're far more mellow. 100%. Yeah, it's the reason I go to the cold water too. Like, it clears me out. It just sort of, that sounds like I'm going to the, I'm going there and just <laughs> clear myself out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it does, it just, it, it's a release. Whereas mm. I think, a, like, if you don't have that, that's when, like, frustration builds and you're not, you're not going to make the right decision for yourself. Mm, 100%. So, like, my mum for a long time would have been the sort of person who, would have done everything for everybody else and nothing for herself. Not even take like 10 minutes to have a cup of tea and relax or go for a walk. Or, and then I think that's why like she's burned out like multiple times. And it's not even, don't get me wrong, she's doing loads for everybody. But at the same time, it's just because instead of doing that extra hour, she's like not not wasting it. She's just not spending it wisely where she could recharge, go for a walk, whatever she needs to clear her head. And mm. I think loads of people will be guilty of that where they spend it on somebody else. Whereas like you can't give to anybody unless you're burnt out or sorry, Unless you charge yourself up, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. that sort of thing. Like, sometimes the best thing you can do is take an hour away from everybody because when you come back, you're actually of use. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And even with business-wise, like, you know, a lot of people, when they get into any business, especially online business, when you can work non-stop. Because oh, mental. Because people in somewhere in the world that's up. Oh, wild. You can work non-stop, but you'll burn out that way if you're non-stop. Yeah, like 24 that. hours on social media or yeah. sending emails. That one hour that you take away to yourself is going to only, only help you with your business. Yeah, do you know what a prime example is? I got, uh, where to read this? It was like a, you can't you can't read the label of the bottle when you're inside it. And like, that always sticks to me. Like, you can't see how your business or how you're doing when you're actually in the middle of running things. Like, you only get like a, like whenever somebody asks you, right, uh, write down what's went well over the last three months or like what's not went well, you can actually go, well, fuck, my relationship's actually pretty shit at the minute. And like, you might not even realize that or my career is going per, or this is going really well, but you don't realize whenever you're in, mm. it's like taking a bird's eye view. And I think that like the reading the label thing actually really sticks with me all the time. Cause I'm always like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just always sort of, but it does, it's that sort of weird. It's just a weird thing that always sort of, you need to sort of be self-aware, I think to an extent. Mm. I find I used to be all right at studying, but see once I left college, it's finding it so hard to fucking study. Like it's, I have to be really into something to study and like, yeah, to, you have to like to, it. I have to really like it to, to get into it. Um, and I found that, uh, some of my clients that would be in college and that they would be like, I can't fucking study. Yeah. Just can't get into it. And I'd be like, take an hour away. You've been sitting there five hours. Yeah. No wonder you're staring at a screen for five hours, flicking between Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Quality work. Take, take an hour away, go back at it. Yeah. Even if you get half an hour of quality work. 
Yeah, hundred percent better than like I, I'm always about quality over quantity. Yeah, I will work all day and all night, but at the same time, there's a certain stage where like I'm literally doing deadly here. I'm just yeah. sitting here to be to say I'm actually here. Mm. It's like people that are working somewhere and they're just like, oh, I'm just clocking an hour. I'm just clocking my hours here as quick as I can. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. The online world's mad though, isn't it? Like they. That's- it's one of them things that like snowballs very quickly and all too. Like it's it, it's because it's anybody and everywhere, and it's <laughs> just so so different. Because like I'm sure you didn't play, like in school. I didn't turn around and go, I want to be an online coach. Silly fuck. I didn't know what the fuck it was. There was no I, online coaches back whenever I was in school that I know. Of. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like uh, like I was doing. I'm doing about five five years maybe, and like even I thought there was very few people I knew doing it. And I done it as like a part time gig, like mm-hmm. a like a this will just be a weekend job. Was that when you were fireman? Was it so? I done I done like lifeguarding on the the weekends when I was in uni, yeah. and then to stop me and this is me being dead serious to stop me going out and drinking and taking a load of drugs on the weekend. I was like, I'm gonna work Sunday morning, so I got a job in the local pool, and then also started coaching on a Sunday morning. So I put mm. all my clients on a Sunday morning, so that like you cannot go out on the rep and then have like 10, 15 people to talk to and actually act professional. So it sort of hid me away from that. And it was a really good way to do it. But like, yeah. And then I sort of just fell into firefighting, like to be honest, like it was mm. one of them things where I finished uni and I applied to the fire service and I just was going through the process just to see, could I get it? And then the, the funny thing is I've actually never said this, but I was going to do a post on it in a while. Like I didn't know if I was getting in the fire service and my beach lifeguarding job had ended because it's only a summer gig. Like I rolled out of uni and rolled into the beaches and was like, my dad was like, that's not going to last you more than three months. And big fucking wasp in your head, man. No, there's not, is there? It's a bee. Where? There, wait. Oh, it's not a bee. Is it a fly? It's a yellow-looking fly, anyway. I was like, very calmly stung. there, didn't I? I'm did, proud yeah. of myself, because usually I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> As the camera's lights, on. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. usually I'm like, uh, And I came out of uni and went into the job, and then... I actually, because I didn't know if I was getting the fire service or not, like, there's no, there was no word. Like, I signed on the dole and all. Like, like I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, so it was one of them things where, and then, like, a week ended up being on the dole, which is metal. Like, I got that job, and it started in January, and then I started the, right. I started more taking the coaching serious, and it sort of just snowballed, mm. if you get me, because the results were quite mental. And then it's just, like, one of them things where it just kept happening. And I eventually it came to the stage where I was like, either do I pull the business back and sit in the fire service or do I leave the fire service and sort of chase it and I sat down and I was always like wrote it all out and I was like I'll, I know exactly what way my life will go if I stay in the fire service right that's dead on I can see what the top and I was like I'm gonna roll the dice and see what happens and if shit hits the fan in 18 months fuck it I've, at least I'll go I've rolled the dice because I'll always like it's that thing like I was saying to you like time like I could see myself working on the Lisbon Road fire station in Belfast the next 30 years and there's nothing wrong with that and I would have loved it but I was also like but what if? And I would have been, like, I'm always the sort of person that'd be like, fuck it, roll the dice, do you know what I'm saying? But um, see, every time I say that, I just think of me homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, look, fuck, you have to roll the dice sometimes. No risk, it. no reward, look, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I know you mentioned there with, uh, with clients, you try and push push calories on them almost, not in a, like, a necessary way, but in a necessary way, yeah. You'll push it on them to try and get them up to a certain... Yeah, like, I'll be quite aggressive with even females. Like, I'll push calories up to 3,000, 3,500. And it's it's not because I'm like, I want you bigger and trying to feed them. It's like a case of Jolene. Like, it's, it's one of the things... It's good to push people out of their comfort zones and focus. Like, how often do you hear of a lass going up to them calories? You never do. Mm. But then that's why a lot of them struggle to get lean because they're not eating as much. Whereas, like, I was on 5,000 calories, 5,300 for months. And whenever I died, I went down to three five there, like, and it literally was just flying off me. Mm. So, and I was going, I'm still stuffed. Do you know what I mean? Because I had had high for so long, my body was just dying to get it off. And that's where you end up in that yo-yo of like low, like you go from twelve hundred to two thousand and back to twelve hundred, and you're just going in circles for the next thirty years, and you're still not in shape. Yeah, you're repeating. You know, it makes no sense. But let's continue to do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody looks at and goes, "This is broke." It's like I always bring. I always use. I don't know why, but I always use like plumbing analogies because it always makes sense but like i'm always like so if your sink's broke you ring the plumber yeah but yet if you can't fix your body you still continue to be like i'll fix it with 1200 calorie deaths 100 youtube workouts oh don't even talk about <laughs> that well I, I i can't even say anything i put up youtube workouts mine are good 
<laughs> they're not you're not just making someone jump around like after no it's a, a little bit more there, no there's now. weights i did do a press-up challenge there last week so i can't even say anything yeah, and i actually yeah, croaked yeah. at like 70 press-ups in I, i'm not lying there actually because there's like press-ups please i can do 60 kg dumbbells and like eight press-ups and i was like this is fun i was like i am quite happy yeah. actually <laughs> <laughs> what way do you at one i'm 92 93 in round that like so i'm not too bad it was a lot like i'm glad i'm this weight now because i was watching love island like maybe like 10 12 weeks ago and i remember it was like the first it was like the first night it was on and i was sitting beside my mom on the couch and she was like would you shut up and i was like i didn't say anything she's like all i can hear is you breathing you sound like you're jogging because i was going <sighs> but like i was just sitting there because it was so heavy like my blood pressure and all was so high and she was like seriously in there like her and my sister and all were like will you actually leave the room you're doing our heads in because <laughs> of how like do, do you know, i know it sounds strange but do you know what, like i got i must have got up and went to the toilet and came back and i was pure out of breath like i was wrecked but i didn't do you know what you don't realize do you know what, like if somebody comes out and they haven't done much you can actually hear them slightly panting yeah without them like or that probably sounds like a serial killer <laughs> but uh, like that sort of thing and it's just it, so I, I do push things quite aggressively but i'm always like that like i'm a bit of a pusher in all aspects no, of but life. you're smart like in the sense that you one of your values is time and using time wisely for them people who have been yo-yo dieting there they could be wasting years yo-yo dieting going up and down but instead you're pushing them onto them calories and then getting them to the end point that they want in a fast off yeah exactly right. like you don't grow like you'll always hear people say you don't grow in comfort zones but as well like like if you're not happy with your body, like as much as people said, you know, be happy the way you are. Yes, 100%. But if you are actually trying to improve, actually fucking improve. Like, mm. That's like me going practice and kicking a ball for three years and doing it wrong completely the whole time. Not even kicking the right ball, kicking a fucking rugby one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It makes no sense. Like if you're going to kick the ball, at least kick the right one and give yourself a chance. Yeah. It's just that sort of thing where like, as you say, with time, it's just... I don't think people value it enough, like in any aspect. It's like, but you know what? I had to learn that lesson as well. And the reason I always use the plumbing analogy is because I bought a house maybe like four years ago. It was the first one. And I was obviously like the sink busted in it. And I was like, I'll fix it. No sweat. And I went in. This is where this plumbing analogy thing always started because it always it always sticks with me. And I went in and was like, I'll fix it. No sweat. How hard can it be? YouTubed it. No sink. Fixed the sink. And it was like, a, it was the U bit and all. And no joke. You should have seen the floor of the house. <laughs> it was pure flood. And I had to ring the plumber and was like, Paddy will you please come up here and fix this? And when he came up, he was like, no joke, it would have cost you 20 quid for me to fix this. And he was like, no, it's going to be like at least a thousand pounds. The place was flooded. You know, like I had to get, I had to get the carpet and all fixed. And, but the thing is, instead of just paying somebody and valuing my time, mm. I thought I'll, I'll waste my time. And then it was wasting my own money. And I was like, this makes no sense. And mm. then now I just ring him and I save myself the hassle, which makes so much more sense. Do you know what I mean? I get the job done properly rather than me near flood house i see a lot of people value money more than time yeah bingo which is uh, don't get me wrong money has its place like you can't do jesus i near broke that uh you can't you can't do a lot of things right money see these people are saying like money's not the key to happiness absolutely but at the same time if you're broke you're gonna end up working mm. for it anyway so you're gonna end up unhappy in a different job do you know what i mean like yeah. it it pays to actually have some sort of decent income like as much as people say it doesn't matter yes you can be happy would not but it does also take a lot of stress off in of areas 100% and I you know so many coaches that don't charge what they're worth 100% because they don't I don't know whether it's a self-esteem thing or they don't think they're worth the money or in any know. aspect even like that plumber party like for example like I, he goes to me he fixed the shower in my house like a while back I was like 120 quid and he came in like a Friday night or something and he was like 120 quid and I was like take 150 because I was like you actually came within like 20 months of me ringing you and you were there for like five hours so like <sighs> don't be charging me 20 quid just because I'm your, I was like, charge what the job's actually worth. And he's like, yeah. thank you so much. And all. But he's afraid because people are like almost arguing back yeah, about yeah. the price. Whereas I think it's that sort of thing where like, especially if you my coach and I'm sort of like, and this sounds real cheeky, but okay. So I'm like, I don't need you to come on. So like, if you're not happy with the price or anything, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't care. Like, it's literally not my problem. Like this, you don't walk into the shop and be like the 10 of Coke's pound fifty and start having a fucking argument with the boy in the shop. 100%. But yet somebody will message me and go, well, that's a disgrace. And I'm like, this is actually cheaper than most people. Though. Like, yeah. the, the people message me and go, you're X person. I'm like, that's wrong. I don't even know who told you that. I'm not that dear. That's ridiculous. But yeah. if you pay for something, you'll value it more. It's like, if you pay, like when my mom paid for a new kitchen table the other day, and it was expensive for her. She was like, she put a plastic sheet over it that we've never had before in our house so nobody could scratch it because she's paid for it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if she bought it for 20 quid, she, she wouldn't care about it. Scratch the fuck out of it, don't yeah. care. And I think that's the same. Like I like I value my car, value things that I actually pay. And it makes me take care of them more. Now, and that's the same like if with your body and your coach and all. It's like I paid a really good price for my coach. Like he's not cheap. 
but I actually stick to what he does then. Mm. I don't want to die. It's only if you want to go down the coaching rabbit hole or if you want to, people don't want to listen to that. <laughs> mm. There's a mix and match, like, do you know what I mean? You can do, if, if they're not interested in the fitness stuff, they can dip in and out, they'll be all right. Yeah, zone in, zone out. Zone in, zone out. Uh, with, with the, with one thing I want to ask about, fitness related, uh, any other things apart from the eight meals a day that you... That I do? No, that is maybe you could look at it as a downside of putting on the mask that you're looking to put on. Oh, aging. Like, I look for... Like, I look like I've turned 35 overnight. Like. What age are you? I'm 26. I know oh, I don't I look... you're it. older than me, hey? Yeah, ex- do you know what I mean, lads? It's, <laughs> I just look... Well, like, I'll show you a photo from 12 months ago and you'd be like, oh, we baby I've face. Seen it, yeah. do, you know, do you know the one I'm talking about? Whereas, just the weight and then going up and down, like, that's not healthy. Like, as much as people are like, health and fitness, what I'm doing is not healthy. Like, mm. I don't care what he says eating like i'm eating like 280 grams of protein a day like that is not good for you like as much as people will be like health and i look all right if i say so myself <laughs> but a case of like long term as well like that does age you that's reactive oxygen species do you know the amount of exercise you're doing like there's studies to show as well like if you exercise for more than two and a half hours a day you're actually aging yourself more mm. than if you were doing nothing you know and that's one thing people don't get about elite sport and yeah people at high levels in any sport it's like it's not healthy that's why it dies off over time as well. Like you're not going to last forever. Like you can't. It, it's it's you know I mean? It's it's mad enough. That I wouldn't say there's anything like in particular. There's there's pros and cons. Do you know what I mean? Like to everything in life, there's it's trade off. Mm. It just we were saying working for money or like if you push too hard and you're bulking, you're going to have to take the consequence of maybe a wee bit higher blood pressure, wee bit higher blood glucose, maybe you know per sex drive or something like that. Mm. All them sort of consequences. Like that's the same with dating too hard as well. Like you might look good. But then maybe you've had to sacrifice family meals. Maybe you've had to sacrifice doing extra cardio, mm. give up something you really love. But now you look good. So it's that trade-off is, is that worth it to you? And that's what I always say to people. Like whenever I get them lean, I'm always like, how lean do you want to go? Because the leaner you go, the more your life is probably going to suck. Yeah. And that's me being straight with you. Like if you, don't get me wrong, there's a nice balance. And if you've been really leaning for a long time, you, know, you, you need to stop going out and having a little pints. Like there's a limit. But if you are in good shape, you've got just an outline of abs, to go to shredded, it's going to take like no drinking, no meals out. It's going to take when every gram of food. It's going to take that restriction to an extent. And then that's fine with that as long as you're happy with what you're getting for what you're given. Because mm. people turn around and go, oh, but I haven't been to such and such. And I'm like, yeah, but you wanted this. And I'm like, to get this, you have to pay X. Do you know what I mean? And I think people don't really think about that. Whereas like I think like to get to where I want to go, I need to give up most, I need to give up a good bit of nights out. Like I need to focus on Joe buying houses, focusing on my business, focus on my physique. And I'm okay with that because I'm like, that's what I want. But if you're not happy with that, then you know you're going to make yourself unhappy. Mm. Does that make sense? You have to be willing to take the sacrifices to whatever it needs. Like I, no, I'm doing a jiu-jitsu competition now in less than three weeks. I know there's a chance that I could get a fucking arm broken or yeah. get put to sleep. Risk to reward. I'm willing to accept that. Yeah. If you're going in and not expect like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. And it will happen. I think, yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> if you actually think about something, it's like whenever I was going to fire calls, I always thought about like worst case scenario and then touch, like I'm glad nothing ever bad did happen to me because I was always, whereas the if you're overconfident or something, that's when shit can start going a wee bit wrong, I think. Mm. Sometimes you see when you're rambling on podcasts, you always be like, does this make sense? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it wasn't there. Yeah, it was like that. And then the last thing I was saying, I was like, does that make sense? So people are going to go, that makes zero sense. Because <laughs> I have you think back in my head and I'm like, I can't zone out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Yeah. Do you know the way like in a conversation you'd be like, because sometimes I'll be talking to my mom and stuff, like people are going to think I have no other friends. And uh, <laughs> Hi, be, yeah, do you know what I mean? And I'd be like, does that make sense? And she'd be like, no, not one bit. But And then you'll reword it. It does. Yeah. It's just, you know what you talk in your own sort of... You, you're, it's making sense up here, but it's not necessarily making sense here. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Me all the time. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. So it's not always a good thing, though. But uh, was there anything else you want to dive into? Fitness or? No, like, to be honest, I had some things that I wanted to, 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 to chat about, but like, I like I like the old random tangents. And one, yeah. thing, one thing you mentioned earlier about that client of yours that um, you, give her, you told her there's two choices. Oh, the relationship stuff. Relationship. How how funny is it that the stuff that you learn and spend so much time learning ends up being nearly the last thing that you end up talking to clients about oh yeah like history in school and stuff like or like geography I or know, what are like, you talking oh, about like when you're learning like oh you mean calorie deficit sorry yeah, i went yeah. back to oh, GCSEs. Like, yeah you're going way i'm way going back. way back to like math in school <laughs> i know what you mean like the like the i always remember stuff like running downhill gives you shin splints and stuff in my pt exams and stuff and i was like 
that's nothing to do with it. Usually it's just basic stuff like people want to have a life and get in shape and not starving people. Joe, you know, like actually like giving a fuck going, right, well, this person's working 70 hours a week. It's probably not smart to give them four hours of cardio. Like, mm. Joe, I, I know what you mean. It's actually very, everything is usually very simplistic if it's broke down. If somebody understands something really well, like I went to a course before for nutrition and the boy was like, I'm going to write down everything you ever need to know about nutrition on a post-it note. And he was like, argue with me if not. And he wrote it down. And the whole three hours was saying like, and it was, it was practically like, you know, how much protein to have? Like it was 2.2 grams, not 1.8 to 2.2 grams, 0.5 grams of fat per kilo, kilogram. And he was like, fill the rest with carbs. And he was like, and then roughly calorie range, Joe, eat for seven days, weigh yourself. And then you can increase calories, decrease. Like he made it so simple that you almost couldn't argue that he was wrong. Mm. And I was like, to be honest, if you coached everybody like that, it would work, but people love to overcomplicate things. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's that's an idea when you know somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. Whenever somebody has to use big words, like I'm not a big word person, like the simpler it is, the more you understand it, the more somebody's actually going to believe you. Mm. Whereas, do you know what I mean? be able to take a complex idea and make it simple. Yeah, perfect, exactly. That's the exact way everything should be though, because mm. that's where, and people are starting to tune in more. Now if people throw around big words, people go, oh, that person doesn't know a fucking bald is. Like, he's trying to bluff me. And I think a lot of people on Instagram will know this as well. You'll see people, that, and you'll be like, he's actually, he must think I'm thick. <laughs> By saying stuff like this, you're like, he's actually, you can see con men, you can see, like, you need to remember, like, a lot of people are a lot smarter than you that are watching you mm. as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't actually realize that. Because, like, some people will send me, a, a, like, I'll say something and then they'll write to me and I'll go, oh, he's actually got a point. Like. Sometimes mm. I'll go, ah, who the fuck's this boy? Like, but at the same time, sometimes I'll go, oh, didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, the whole thing's a bit mental. Like, you don't use a whole lot. Do you, like, would you say it's simple, but people overcomplicate it? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it is. Now, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't walk with straightforward, just like look, walking on people's physique as much maybe as you would. Yeah, I'm just luck based mainly to be honest. Yeah, so I would try and incorporate a little. I do a bit of work with uh, athletes as well, so we're working on performance. Yes, as well. But I'd always be trying to incorporate, you know, keeping health the big part of it. Like no matter what we're doing, we're gonna do it with health yeah. kind of in the background. That's and a good. That's a good thing to have though. I I don't know. I see. I walked in osteopath clinic for a while, so I was helping people come back from injuries kind of the branch in between actual rehab, you know, like a physio or an osteopath and getting back yeah. to full on training. So that's always kind of ingrained in my mind a wee bit. So I always yeah. keep joint health is always like a big thing. So whenever I heard this man doesn't use any free weights, he's only machines. It's like, how's his joints? Yeah. Well, see, I think that, <laughs> see, then I would just be like, my, like, I don't get any issues with like, I know what you mean. Cause stability, you're not training, but the problem is I don't go from like machine to free weights. Yeah. I'm just machine based and I'm angle based and I'm all about like it would bore you'd actually go <laughs> yeah. but I'm all about like angles moment arms force angles and I'm like what exercise is going to give me the most bang from buck yes mm -hmm. I could do chest press I could do a barbell press and I could do a dumbbell fly or I could do a cable press and I'll get everything in one movement and then I can do more sets I'm just such a dweeb for growth like because because I spent so long trying to get muscle now that I've actually got some, I'm like, oh, how do I get more? Do you know I'm like? Keep going. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause, yeah, because for for so long, I was always like, even like way back whenever I was going out and I was 18, like, like I would have pinned my sleeves because they were like, I would have been like, Joe, wanting bigger. And I'd be like, pin them, that'll look better. Like, like seriously, like, like what the fuck? But the thing is, <laughs> I would have thought my arms were decent size back then, but because I've got more muscle now, I'm always like, I want more. And I think that's what, I think that's what everything in life, like, Joe, mm -hmm. once you, it's like that, like I know fellas like that are literally earning like 100 grand, 200 grand. Like, I know boys that are driving Ferraris now. And like, they want more. Like, as mm. soon as they get it, they want more. Like, that wear, that brand new wears off. It's like, the, whenever I got that truck, like, first couple of times, yeah, great. And don't get me wrong, I still do love it, but it's not the same as whenever you first get in it. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, what's next? What's next? You know? And then you're like, why do I, Why is there got to be in it? It's such a, it's so weird the way you think sometimes, isn't it? Like, whenever you analyze it, now I'm like, fuck, I sound like a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. I know. Straight, you, you tell it straight, boy. Yeah. Tell it straight. It's because, like, I think as well, like, a lot of people are afraid to come on and be like, that I'm doing this and it doesn't make sense. Or, like, mm -hmm. I'm doing the same thing as you. It's like preaching about money and then me spending a load of money in a car. Like, everybody does that, so do I. But it's like learning as you go and not making every decision per. Mm. Just some, or, well, majority for me, probably. But learn as you go, I think, is one of them things where, because there's so many people that act like they're always doing the right thing. Or they've never made a mistake. Whereas, like, I'll openly, oh, I always turn around. See, whenever a client, like, goes, oh, the weekend was really heavy and it rolls around. And I know they're 21 and they're, and I'd be like, don't worry. If there's a different, there's a clear difference between when you're hungover and you're on a fucking come down, son. Like, mm. I've been there. 
let's maybe dial this back and let's have an open honest chat. And the first thing whenever I turn around and go like, I've been that person that's lost, taking drugs, don't know where they're at. The, the first thing they go is, and now you're you're actually doing quite well. And I'm like, yes, but I still don't have a baldies all the time. Do you know what I mean? I've just winging figured, it. yeah, figured, <laughs> oh, fucking everything's winging it. Yeah. Like, like, sure, like I, like I was saying, like I was meeting a fella last night because I'm trying to sort out in our house. And like, whenever I start getting in the house, it's like, I had no clue, like no clue. I was like, I'll just, I'll try and buy one here and see how this goes. But you're not waiting, waiting till you know everything about it before you go at it. You're no way. It's a perfect moment. No way, like uh, speed is everything with me. Like as you mm. said, time. Like I got like I've got my first house like three, four years ago, and now I've, I have a good whack now. But the thing is, I was like, I'll learn as I go. That's a lot better than waiting for the perfect time. And then you you, you pick up a lot more whenever you're doing something. It's like you like if you were gonna go to the gym, you're gonna learn a lot more in the gym than at home watching YouTube videos. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? You learn by doing. It's like you can't learn to be. I was gonna say a plumber by fucking sitting in the house, but like you can't learn to be. A, <laughs> can't learn to be a joiner. You can't learn to be a firefighter in a book. No. There's only so much. So, like, I was like, I'm just going to dive in here. And if it goes tits up, it's a lesson I'll learn. 100%. And don't get me wrong, there's three things that went wrong. But at the same time, I've learned a lot quicker. And all of a sudden, people on my Instagram are asking me questions about mortgages and all. I'm like, I'm not a fucking mortgage advisor. Look. I'm like, I, like, I'm just winging this as a go. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm doing quite well. But, like, I don't know everything. So, mm. whenever I tell you something, it's like, this is what I think. Mm. Doesn't mean it's right. This is just my opinion. Look. It's right for you, man. Yeah, it's what I would do. Doesn't yeah. mean that it's necessarily correct. Like, do, do you like you know the saying? Your mom would say, "If he stuck his hand in the fire, would you?" Yeah. Well, I, like I would stick my hand in the fire, so you maybe should, maybe should. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> but it, like so many things are individual. People don't get, and even like in terms of training and stuff like that and nutrition, it isn't individual. Like, but like even decisions and like right, how the fuck am I going to go about setting up a business? depends on the person social media too though. like it's like that whenever you see people like trying to act like different people or like like i just try and do me on everything like just be myself and roll it and i'm quite go 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 and i'll make that whereas some people might be slower and it might be smarter and there might be less mistakes mm. but i'm like i'm just all about trying to get it done and move forward but that's who i am like that's mm. why on instagram like i'll always be like right let's go let's do this and i'm very very like loud and out there like that's just the way i've always been mm. And but yet at the same time, like I would still say I'm an introvert. It's just the way I am as a personality in terms of like doing things. I'll just go, go, go. Mm. It's yeah, I don't know. As you said, it's like individual. You sort of have to tailor everything to that. Like hundred percent. That's why one piece of advice will never work for every, and that's why it's advice. That's why you shouldn't be living your life based off quotes you see on Instagram. No, fuck. <laughs> especially not me. Holy fuck. Oh. Like what I be doing? I'd be like people be like, oh, talking about cold water and all. I'm like, but I don't do it for recovery and all. I do it because it actually calms me down because like. My mind be going a hundred miles an hour or something, you yeah. know. I know I do like the cold water's good. Cold water's good. I'm trying to stop being a little bitch and get myself out there more often. I'm not a fan of the old cold water. In terms of I'm just not used to it. That's what it is. You need to go with somebody who's 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 going with you. I find going with somebody's easier because like you aren't both gonna go somewhere to where there's cold water, maybe a ten minute drive, and then none of you get in. Mm -hmm. And if, if I got in, you'd get in. Do you know what I mean? Or vice versa. You you know what I mean? You wouldn't let so it's that sort of like not peer rest. Like if you went bungee jumping and two of you went. And when somebody jumped, you have to go. Like you wouldn't be like, nah, because you're gonna get you're gonna get deaf. You're gonna get slagged for like at least a year. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Hundred percent. That yeah. like, a little bit of social pressure can be good sometimes. Yeah, good and bad. Like it's one of them things where it's like hit and miss. Depends what you're pushing people towards. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's do you know what? Social media is such a mad thing though as well. Like because that's where your business and mine is really from. Mm. And it's such a like a, I'm the first person to always turn around and people like get off your phone, stop scrolling. Yet if people didn't scroll. I wouldn't have a business. It's, it's I literally sent out a newsletter earlier today about something like that, and I was like, "But before you call me a hypocrite, most of my biz, all of my business is from uh, social, social media, media yeah. in terms of online. I wouldn't have a podcast without social media. Yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't get to chat to fucking mad bastards from New York like yourself. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's a mad. I'm a wing nut. That's where the height of it. But I think I think even that's like that advice thing, like as well, like. It's like when people are watching this, you're only looking one thing. Like you're looking one wee bit of value mm. and that can help. Like even if it was the relationship thing or if it was something you say, it, you're just like, it's whenever I'm reading a book, like you'll always notice, you, you don't remember the whole book, but you'll remember one or two wee things. Mm. Like the only book I ever read where I took away everything was, and I always recommend it, is John Wooden. It's called Observations On and Off the Court. It's about like a basketball coach that's mm. like 85. And he practically talks about like things you should do with your life that'll actually, whenever you're like, it's practically him writing it as he's dying, I think. Like he's like 90 and he practically was like, these things actually matter whenever you're 90 and you look back and go, thank fuck I done them. And he'll go, these things really don't matter. Don't spend time in them. I wish I didn't. And it'll be stuff like he'll be talking about like 
keeping people happy that don't really matter but it'll be like you know make sure you're at the dinner table so stuff that you will look back and go do you know what i'm actually glad i focused on them mm. and like his book's real short and his book's real short and like it's one of them things that you just it clicks points with you because whereas i know what you mean like you're looking for one or two golden nuggets because that's why people are watching this they'll see me or you and they'll be like I'm looking one wee thing that that person can give me. Mm. And that's why, like, whenever I went to the course with Dean Martini or whoever I go to, I'm always like, I'm looking one thing. It's even if you move to a different coach, you're not looking to revolutionize the wheel. You're looking one thing. Because if you can get one thing from 10 people, you've 10 new things. But exactly, do you, yeah. do you know what I mean, lad? But if you them. got them all at once, you wouldn't take on half Fuck them. all. Yeah. Deadly. No, 100%. Like, it's like trying to learn 10 new skills at once. It's not, you have to take it and digest it. Like, I think that's the problem with switching off too. Like, like whatever I was getting mentored there, like the person always said, he's not a light switch, he don't switch off. Like, and I was like, I do actually get that. Like, cause yeah. you need to absorb and then move, absorb the move. Whereas if you're only taking it in when you want, that's the issue. Whereas like, I think you can analyze even things that people say and go, that was worth value. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Getcha. Going to branch off into the last few. Just go looking ahead. up the clock. Isaac. Yeah, dive in. We'll dive in. Right. I know you're, you, you would be, let's say from a, bodybuilding sort of background and how yeah. you train how you approach things what's your opinion on cheat meals or that whole oh, term uh, i'm sending you down a rabbit hole here am i it just depends like it really depends on the person like if you're dating like do you mean if you're dating mm. no like no nah, like you're dating like it shouldn't be like it's different if i turn around you and you've dad and you've lost too much weight in one week and i turn around you and you go you need a refeed or you need a meal off to bring your calories up but i mean like if you dad all week and you have a meal off on a Sunday, no, that's just breaking dad. Like, I don't give a fuck what I'd be saying. Like, that's just me going. Like, as much as you get, you're on 1,800 calories all week and then on a Sunday you have 3,500 and it's it's like, just have 2,200 all week. Yeah. And don't break that because you're getting better quality food. Now, there is people that will argue it's mentally better and stuff like that and that's completely fine. But if I'm dad and I don't break that, like, that's just plain and simple. I don't care. Like, but I have a really, I wouldn't say perfect food relationship, but I don't get enjoyment from food at all. Like, no, no zero because I've had so much. Mm. And so like, like Joe, my coach went from like last, not this time I died, last time we went from 5,400 calories to 850 for three weeks, right? Straight down to 850. And it didn't affect me at all. I had no sweat. Like it was sweet. I could have run that for months. Like no issue at all. Cause it's, for me, it's just not a thing that I'm like, oh, food gives me real salad. It's just something you have to do. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I appreciate a good meal out. But I, if we went out for dinner, I appreciate what the situation is. Do you know a bit of crack and more than what the fuck's on the plate? Mm. I know maybe that's just real weird, but that's yeah. probably why I struggle to actually comprehend and be like a cheap, like I would still have a takeaway and stuff, but I'm not like, oh, I need this. Mm. Whereas I think you get that whenever you've been dadded for too long or you've circled and you haven't been strict during your dating phase. So it's prolonged and you need that. Like if you ask me, you can have a cheap meal every week and dad for 12 weeks or you can dad for five strict. I would just dad for five strict. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's sort of the approach I take. What do you What do you take? I I personally don't like the label of a cheap yeah, meal. Yeah, a meal. Like I like how you said a meal off or a refeed. A meal off, my coach calls it. Yeah, I like those phrases just because I think language can be important a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, hundred percent. Cheap meal means get everything down your gob you can possibly get. You greedy gobbler. Hundred percent. Does the whole like cheap you, meal? Get. Did you ever see the rocks? Yeah. And they're like fifteen cookies. Like nobody needs fifteen cookies. Like. No, not a hope. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when my coach writes cheap meal, like he just writes meal off and he writes, don't take the piss. Yeah. But then, Joe, you know, like, I know what you mean. I think language is the really important thing as well. Because if you are saying cheat, you're automatically assuming that you're, you know, you're doing something you maybe shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. For some people, that won't make any difference, but for some people, it will. And the thing is, yeah, you just make it consistent. Like, is it, there's nothing wrong with meal off as long as you keep it consistent. It's in your dad. And if it makes you stick to the dad easier, like mm. if you notice that you take the meal off out, and then you're breaking that twice a week. That makes fuck all sense. Keep the meal off in. 100%. But for every individual, that's what you mean about the individual. Like the individualizing makes difference because for me, that wouldn't work. Whereas I would rather dad hard. But if somebody's breaking that and you're, you're dating them harder, that makes no sense. Mm. So I think it's it's trying to find that balance. Like I know fellas, like I've had a fellow on me and he like, I know him inside out and he would eat a thousand calories all week if he could have a Sunday night off and eat whatever he wants. But I'm like, right, there's a middle ground. Do you know, that's where I'm trying to, and you, you tailor it around. Whereas I know over people, if I gave them an inch, they'll fucking take a mile. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that would be, it's not like a yes or no. It's mm. like, uh, it depends. They're the worst answers, aren't they? Like, the idea, and you're supposed to be straight talking, fucker. <laughs> I know, look, you have to give a bit of context as I well. would say no, that's me. Yeah. If I had to say something, I'd be like, no, man, the fuck up and dad. Yeah. 
Simple. 100%. 100%. <laughs> if you're dating, you're They're dying. straight talking, lad. Yeah. Um, what was the other things? Come on. The other thing, right? Hit me with the juice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you were in the bank in Yuri? The ba- oh, <laughs> Oh, I was actually in it maybe like, apart from maybe like 12, 13 weeks ago, I went out, I didn't drink, I was sober. Like, I literally popped in with boys when I came home from somewhere. I'd say apart from that, like, four years five years yeah i'm never out mate like i'm literally like a hermit i'm literally in my si- i'm in my sister's bedroom that's now turned into my office Sad. and it's just me a desk and laptop and i'm just like this all day all night just typing you know on the computer like that's literally what i'm like like even on saturdays and stuff like i'll just be honest that's that's because people be like oh, i must have a good no like i'm sitting there working like, that's yeah, usually man, me you have, like. to get it done. you have to get it done that's a mad question like. yeah no no <laughs> i was like no i'm gonna ask some stuff about nuri because like I used to I used to work in the canal court. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have been uh, known a lot of boys from Newry and like always, oh, going to the bank, going to the bank. I I went to the bank once. Nah, it's a bit shite now. Like yeah, it's not yeah. really. I know it's like Dundalk. We would be like Ridley's is the nightclub there. Well, Ridley's yeah. was the nightclub back in the day, uh, and we'd be like, no, I wouldn't go there if you paid me. Yeah, it's it's one of the things as well. I think like because I've been I've been going away a good bit as well. I almost value like when I go away having a bit more freedom. So I'm like, why would I go out here whenever I can go out there? Or like, mm. it's like I would rather save up for one good night somewhere wherever I want. Mm. Don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with a bank, but it's one of them things where it's local. I've been there a thousand times. Give me something different. You know everybody there. Yeah, no, I can't stand that either. Like that does my Joe as well, where you're shaking a million people's hands and nobody actually really likes you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? You like, said well uh, about 200 people. Well, 200 people. I'm like, see, if I saw you in the street, you would spit in me. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're like, Joe, and I know it sounds odd, but you're doing it. And as much as people hate that, like, that does happen. And I, especially even now, like, you, you know it yourself. You're shaking people's hand and maybe having a small conversation, but then people actually don't even really give a fuck about you. They're just shaking your hand because they sort of know who you are. Yeah. And then you're trying to make sm- small talk is not what I'm about. Like, no. I'm literally like, I will, if somebody stands, shakes my hand, stand there, I'll literally go, and that's it. It's just <laughs> silence. Do you know what I mean? And I'm sort of like, right, well, I'm aware. Do you know what I mean? Though? I'm not going to go, oh, how's you? How's the dog? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. Fuck off. Like, that's, <laughs> that's complete shite. You mentioned you, you go for a dip quite regularly. Is there anything else you do to look after the old head? Yeah, I would journal and stuff as well. Like, uh, do you know what? Like, see, for me, a lot of mine's venting. Like, uh, even just like, I'll take a walk by myself. Like, I find, like, people will find things are very different. Like, but. I find that I decompress or I get a lot of mental space by myself. Like I'm a very much like a, like some people hate being by themselves. Mm. I'm the exact opposite. I love keeping to myself. Like, like I'm fucking, I love a movie by myself. Like I would go to the cinema by myself. I'm going to ask you about your favorite film after this. Oh, we, not bad. I'm just getting, I'm planting the seeds so you have time to think and create that I'm, answer. I'm nervous now. That's even worse. <laughs> but, uh, blue movies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's I've lost track now. Oh, We're asked. back to porn. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked it. Uh, what are we talking about? You're talking about things to look after now. Oh yeah, know. like walks. But yeah, I keep everything to myself. Like whereas Joey, you know, sometimes if you vent to somebody, it works. Mm. I'm not really like that. Like I sort of need time to myself. Like if I have an argument with somebody or I need me time works better. Whereas when I'm trying to please other people or me, I get more stressed. So like I would be like a man to go watch a movie in the cinema by myself even or just take time, right? Or go to the gym or go for a dip. But that usually for me, like I call them anchoring points. I don't want to rant on, we'll be here all night, but it's one of the things where like I always have, even even one of the things that I've always done is I always take my shoes off, sit outside the front of my house, write my phone with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and I'll just sit there with and just nothing else until I'm actually like mellowed. If something was stressing me, do you know what I mean? Like you get in a stupid argument with somebody mm. and you're fucking amped up. I'll just go a cup of tea and sit outside until I calm down. And then like something stupid will happen. Like the, a cat will walk by or you'll see kids. For, and then you just sort of slowly mellow out. Mm. That works really. And I call that like an anchoring point. I got that, I forget who I got that off, but it's sort of like, you know, you're setting ship until you're calm. Mm. Cause you're no use to anybody when you're all fucking sprung up. Not a bit. So yeah, that would, what would you do? BJJ? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that's, I wouldn't like, if I'm not feeling fucking great, I wouldn't be like, right. I'm going to go do BJJ. Probably be something like journaling. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. See, the thing is too, like, there's this real thing as well. Like, it's like it. it, it I know people will say this. It's okay to not be okay, but it's one of the things where like you will feel like shit sometimes. Everybody mm. does. Like, I don't wake up and go fuck. I'm the man every day. I wake up and sometimes be like, I look like I don't even lift. Takes about two hours to get into that stage where you're. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes or so after <laughs> standing there and tense and all, and I go. But uh, it's one of the things where 
I think you even get ruts like that. Like I've had months. Like I remember last Christmas especially. Like I was in a really bit of like a pickle. Training sucked. Food sucked. Like I just didn't feel like myself. And like I didn't tell anybody. And it wasn't like I was depressed. I was just not in a great form. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It didn't mean I need medication and everything was wrong. It just I was in a rut. And the thing is though, you just rode through that. You'll get out of it. Yeah, you're, you're not going to stay in that for 40 years. Like, mm. Unless you start a get caught and that for me i think is a case of like it's okay to feel like shit sometimes because you're gonna you're never gonna feel great all the time no. if you can't have do you, do you know what's funny as fuck i always use this quote you just get a laugh at this it's like if you ever listen to pitbull talk about like him is rise to fame it's hilarious and he's like you can't have a low about a high you can't have a valley about a mountain and i'm always like you really can't though like you can't actually feel good until you've actually felt like shit 100%. otherwise everything would be monotone do you know like mm. if you've been in the pits whenever you're actually up high, you feel fucking great. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you sort of need that low for that high. And it's funny because every time I, I quote that to Clance, and they're like, you're actually quoting Mr. Worldwide to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Pitbull. But it, it's, do you know the thing is, the funnier something is like that, yeah. the more it sticks with you. It's like, I always give Clance like cues that are like sort of slightly dirty. I'm like, do you know, when you're doing a line leg curl, I'm always like, hump the pad because mm. your arse will stick in it. And you'll not forget that though. Whereas mm. if I told you, it, like try and keep your hips glued, you're like, what? Because no, I'm like, hump the fucker. With cat, you know, cat cow, the stretch. Yes. I'm like, hump your face. Try and skull fuck yourself. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot dirty. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the x-ray doing what, the skull fuck. What's your favorite movie then? Give me that. This is... This oh, is, right. I, I See, I've put you in the spot. Put me in the spot. Favorite <laughs> film, right. Go, the Godfather is up there, but it's not number one. And I know it's a fucking very over-chosen cho movie. It's plus the second and the third one slow as fuck, isn't it? The like, first one, I, I yeah, the pick. first one's good. The other two is actually like you're falling asleep watching them. Mm. I like the second one, but there's only bits of it. Robert the Robert De Niro, unreal. But class, do you know whenever they make a second movie though, it actually can and it's shit. You're like, I don't even want to watch the first because the, they actually fucked this. Yeah, like do you know they actually were supposed to make a second ET movie. Sure. You know that, and the person who wrote the script actually started writing it, and it started turning into like harsh. So they just goes that's not the way that we wanted to go and they cut it and that's actually smart because you would always remember remember they made that shit second movie of it whereas you don't because they, they cut it when it was it's like your time was there like. mm, and the amount of like I, you mentioned now when we were break that you're a fan of Marvel right oh I'm that's like I see whenever you like I'm, I'm as geeky with it as it comes like I'll know the next 20 movies coming out I'll know like you know like the forms and stuff I'll be on there reading them and all like, and what you... about the fact that there's so many films of the same series is that not getting you know what you're on about sequels and what do you mean like as in like does them doing loads of sequels and like new variations you know does no, that I, no I like that like, as I long like as they're as good well. movies I'm happy with it it's, if it's a shite movie I'm like oh why did you just do this like, it's like a money rack of words if you keep rolling with something if something's good you keep rolling it baby I'm happy if someone's turning into dog shite those just cut it cut it dead as it is like fuck that like I ain't watching it like but no I'm a big big dork for it like I am like I'll just be straight as fuck with like favorite Marvel film then Oh, um, Thor Ragnarok was probably the best. It's fucking class, isn't it? It's because it's, it's got comedy in it too. Like, like as much as that sounds dweeby, I don't know how we rolled on this, but it's one of them ones where it's actually, because this, the, not that it was getting a bit boring as well, you know what's going to happen in Avengers and all, whereas like yeah. Thor Ragnarok was completely like weird as fuck, but it, it was funny. That boy, boy, that boy, yeah. I know you know you're you're the, the director plays the, the rock creature. Yeah. Korg or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, revolution, eh? Yeah, that boy, <laughs> and it's quality. Like that's, the, that's probably the best part in the movie, yeah. I would say Marvel, see in terms of like actual movies, like it's really, really tricky to call. Like, would you say The Godfather's yours? I don't know, no. I've... You're like me, you're sweating over this question. You're like, people are going to judge my life on this. Yeah, no, it's like when I, was, <laughs> I watched it when I was about 12 and since then it's been like at the top three. So it's like... What's it's, the other two then? That changes a lot. That changes a lot. Very indecisive, man. Uh, I like... The, the Green Book is a fucking great film. Is it The Green Book? Yeah. Is that the one with the, the boy that plays piano? No, uh, yeah, and uh, that's recent. Aragon, yeah, that that's very good. Top mind just comes Viggo, to you all the time. Viggo Mortensen is fucking class in it. Yeah, the fact that he was Aragorn in Lord of the Rings and that same fella now that baffles me. That's interesting. See, when people ask me for a good movie to watch, I never, I always say this, even though it's not my favorite. Law Abiding Citizen, the first time you watched it, I think blew blew my mind. I'm like, so I was like, oh, this is actually a really good plot. But like, I've never watched it again. So it wouldn't be my favorite. But it always like, if somebody's never seen that, I'm always like, that's a good movie to watch. Mm. See, when it comes down to like movies that like are, my, I, oh, I always sort of lean towards like Transformers 1 and stuff. Like, do you know, like, it's not a classic. It's not like a cult classic. Do you know what people will be like, Shawshank Redemption? I'm actually spitting like that. I actually, <laughs> actually full on caught my leg. So 
that's rank. Uh, so I would say something like that there, but like it'd be more towards like the Marvels and stuff like as much as like because it wouldn't relapse things. But if yeah. I had to pick one, it would probably be like Transformers one because the la- first it was like one of the first movies the same. It was like this is on this is nuts. Shade me. with Megan Fox. I think I saw it with my dad too, so like it's a real good memory in the cinema. My dad uh, yeah, probably sitting there going, "Holy fuck, look at Megan Fox," <laughs> <laughs> and me sitting there like probably like thirteen when my first pony. You know I mean? <laughs> so like, it, 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 do, do you know what I mean? Though, like it's it's one of <laughs> it's yeah. it's one of them things where I always just remember going with my dad to see it, and it just being a good, an unreal film. So it's probably as well like the what it remembers do you know what the I mean memories yeah yeah as well because apart from that otherwise I'm just going to start going like in a million directions no so no we'll, no we'll go with we'll that we'll roll with that that's, uh, that's alright favourite book or most influential book I don't I like John Wooden. The book that I first read that really got me towards, like, I'm going to be honest, like, actually doing well for himself was Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich. Have you ever read it? No. It, practically, like, it's, did you ever read The Secret, right? Yeah. The Secret's a little wank. Mm. Napoleon Hill is like The Secret, except it actually tells you you need to fucking work hard, son. Mm. So, like, uh, it's this boy and he practically interviews, like, I think it's from like 1908 or something. It's from like way, way back. And he interviews the, like, 100 richest people in America. And, like, starts filing down like what they've done or like sorry sorry interviews the most hundred successful people he knows and like there's even stuff about people who like invented the light bulbs and stuff and like they've all got these things where like it, it, it the over overland thing is it came to a crossroads all of them where you can either double down and go all in or you can back out and everybody who doubles down eventually keep doubling down it'll work for you mm. Like it's, it, and it, it just, it's something like that always stuck to me. Cause I was always like, whenever I was going to fitness and I was training, I was always like, I wasn't getting the result of one. I was like, if I double down, it will eventually come. So like, it's just a matter of keep leaning in, keep leaning in with everything. Even with like the way my coaching business was like, it sucked. Even with the way the houses was, it wasn't great at the start. The more I keep leaning into something, the longer you give it. And the more you give, like even you know when shit hits the van, don't be like, oh fuck, it's time to pull out. I will lean in more. Mm. And then I always notice it pays off. Do you know when one thing pays off? Like I had abs every day for a year. Like I mean every day, like a thousand crunches. And eventually, it wasn't like day 300. It was like eventually after like six, seven months, they actually came. And I was like, and then you sort of build that. Like if I keep leaning into things, it'll work. It's like the coaching was terrible for ages. Like at the start, like I was, I was taking on people for free and turning around and people being like, I'll pay you for to come on board. And then eventually it's just, I kept leaning into it. And whenever you do something for long enough, you get good at it. Mm. Uh, that for me, what would you say? What's yours? Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. It's a weird book. It's not one of them ones that everybody will love, but I fucking hate the secret. And it's just, it's just a good book. Like it's, it's interesting. If you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, in terms of book, I, I'm gonna pick two. I'm gonna pick two now. Most if, indecisive man ever. I, Favorite book? Give me two. I can't. Right, fuck you then. I'll, get, I'll go one, one. One please. <laughs> one please. Ask for one. <laughs> Oh, you dick. That can be the cutscene of that. Uh, it's definitely an overread book, and it's probably said a lot of Sapiens. Did you ever read it? I've actually read half of it and put it down. <laughs> See, I'm a history geek. Oh, are you? Yeah, I love history. I bought the Audible, and I remember buying the Audible, enjoying like a bit, and I was like, I'll buy this book and read it. Bought it, and was like, oh, I can't read this. It is good. It's really it's interesting. But fuck, it is long. Yeah, like... Fuck me. That's a matter of book to pick. Mad. I read it twice in the last two years. There's a second one too, isn't there for him? There's three. There's you read all three, or no, just, no, I just so like just that the one. just keep reweeding, well, reweeding. I can't we, speak. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> like Jonathan Walsh. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I don't like the other ones, the second one's about future and artificial intelligence, and I'm like, it's it hasn't really, happened. Yeah, it's not hasn't happened, so it's, it doesn't really bother me. And then there's other one, twenty one lessons for the twenty first century. I think it's his. Interesting. But I might go and get that That'd one. That'll be all right, though. I have Is so it? many books on the list, though. That I'm that's like, good value, though. That's a good question, because like, I've never got asked that, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that, that usually does actually decide where you go. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like That was a self-development book I, re- I read first, and that actually did really steer me. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm going to steal that from ours. Hey. <laughs> Mickey's probably never read a book, to be fair. <laughs> like. and, I, and hopefully you can cut that for me, and I can use that for him. See, I don't usually ask that question unless somebody's mentioned a book beforehand. Oh, do you? reading. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, a lot of people don't. Whenever you ask, I was like, fuck, do I even, I haven't read in ages now. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why I wouldn't want to throw in someone that doesn't read. And they're like, I don't read. <laughs> Conversation stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's funnier though. I would. <laughs> right. Uh, last question then. The cheesiest quote that you used to actually uh, kind of believe in. Or 
regularly. No, no, I use all the time. Like it's printed on my the back of my thing. It's from like when I've been like twelve. It's it's go the distance. It's a Hercules quote. Like you ever know the tune? Do you the tune? Do you the tune? Do the tune? Go the distance. Yeah, that there. Like Michael Bolton. Because every time I when I was younger, I used to watch it all the time. Plus, he's pure buff and massive. Yeah, I sound like a fancy him, but it's one of them things where. I always stick it and it always reminds me just to go, keep going, keep pushing, double down. And it's literally, it's printed out, like typed out. It's like the, per see if I sent you a picture, you'd be like, he seriously has that there. And it's stuck with blue tack from about seven years ago. But it just, I stuck it up there as the first thing I done whenever I went in that room. Mm. That's the one I, I don't use over people. I just always think, go the distance. Just, it, you don't hear it all the time too. I use that and I always use focus. I always say the word, I use focus as a cue. If I'm struggling to focus on something, like in the gym or if I'm doing a set or something, I'll always say, focus is like the word I've retrained myself. When I say it, I'll lock in. I'll just, I'll keep saying it until mm. I'm either angry or focused on it. So like if I'm doing a set, if you watch me in the gym and you'll see my mouth, I'm not singing like, I'll always say focus, 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 focus. And I'll keep saying it until I'm actually fucking angry or until I'm actually focused on what I'm doing. It's weird as fuck. And people probably think I'm a lunatic, but hey, what's, and what's yours then? Give us this going and not what? two. I don't want two <laughs> quotes. I want one, please. Where do you think you can? Or you think you can't? You're probably right. right. Yes. Yeah, that one I remember from school, man. That is good though. I yeah. like that as well. Like, cause that is that's about self belief. That's a good one. That's yeah. a lot better than mine. No, no, I like yours. Hercules is probably <laughs> my favorite Disney film. Yeah, do you know I mean quality? <laughs> Class. Well, this is some fucking episode. This is about four hours long. I apologize. Four hours. It's all good. The boys are still here. He said he was going home about half an hour ago. Must have been good. Fair play. Yeah, well, at least you enjoyed it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust you. You just got to steal equipment. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks for listening or watching, whoever the fuck is here watching or listening. Go follow this fella. Listen to his own podcast. And subscribe and all that, Charles. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>